It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Well, what a week it's been. Uh, A taste of spring for many. And some of that spring warmth is heading into the Northeast this weekend. That's going to make a lot of people smile after a cold start to our Friday. Uh, Denver, boy. They've had tremendous warmth this week, temperatures in the 70s, but (laughs) by this weekend, here comes the snow. Now, the arthritis index across the country is relatively low. However, the index is slightly higher. I was talking about Denver. Well, it's slightly higher in and around Denver today. Plan activities accordingly as the risk for weather-related arthritis pain is high. Now, to get the arthritis index for your area, visit AccuWeather.com slash arthritis. The arthritis forecast is brought to you by Johnson & Johnson, the makers of Tylenol, the number one doctor-recommended brand for pain relief. Not a lot of pain across the country this week. And for those that wanted a taste of spring, boy, did you get it this week. And even today, uh, this afternoon, Melissa, Lots of warmth from the Southern Plains toward the Southeast, where it's been all week. Yeah, and we got that high, just pumping it up, right? Yeah, yeah, big high off the Southeast Coast. Now, a little cooler in the Carolinas today. A front came through, and speaking of chilly, what I call sneaky cold in New England this morning. Because you know what? You went to bed last night across the Northeast, and you could tell it was turning colder. You know, the front came through, but the sun is so strong this time of the year. But I mean, even even in, in, in State College, temperatures got down into the lower teens. Boston this morning got down to 16 degrees. You head toward Albany, single numbers. It was a cold start to the day, and it, it, and it is a, a somewhat colder Friday than what we've seen. But in the uh, eastern U.S., there's going to be a, a, a surge of warmth this weekend as our upper level low in California, we'll talk about that, sends a storm into the plains and that storm in the plains tomorrow and Sunday or tomorrow really takes all that warmth that's been building in the Southern plains and jams it Northeast. And that always to me screams a problem because when you have these storms, that means usually at least some severe weather with them too. So we're going to be tracking a little bit of that too. Yeah. you know, I've been talking about this all week. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of wind energy with this. I was, you know, one of the products I look at is the low level jet. That's the winds at about 5,000 feet. I love that product because it gives me an idea on how strong the winds are. And, you know, I see 50, 60 knots or, you know, 50, 60 miles per hour, let's say, to keep it simplified across Iowa and Missouri tomorrow uh, on the southeastern flank of that upper low. And there's certainly enough warmth. We're looking at thick temperature 60s and 70s, but boy, you look at the surface map. What I don't see is what I call lines coming out of the Gulf of Mexico. That is a flow straight from the Gulf of Mexico right into Iowa. There's a little bit of that, just a little. But as a result, dew point temperatures tomorrow, and the threshold we look at is 60. Doesn't mean you can't get it below 60, but that's kind of where we begin. You know, dew points, which are in the 20s now, will rise up into the 50s. But I do think that there is a limiting 
factor to this tomorrow. That is the dew points are lower, the warmth, it's not incredible warmth, but I think the, the, the fact that you have so much wind in the atmosphere, especially around 5,000 feet that, you know, you're going to get isolated severe weather Saturday, Saturday night, Minnesota, Iowa, and the Northern Missouri. It's kind of early for them to start really getting in on that action. Typically when we talk about, you know, lots of thunderstorms that that could be active or there it's more in the South, you know, early March, it's more of a South, maybe even Gulf coast thing, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Because they're closer to the moisture, but you know, I think there's enough warmth and, and I also see, you know, you have a lifting warm front tomorrow, warm front lifting North across Iowa and South of that warm front. Uh, I always get concerned because usually near warm fronts, you get a lot of directional shear. That is changing wind direction with height, in which case we're talking about winds that come in out of the south, southeast at the low levels. And then you start talking west, more west, northwest in the middle and upper part of the atmosphere. And if you imagine that wind coming in from the southeast and then rising and going west, northwest, you can kind of envision that twisting and turning in the atmosphere. I, I, well, I don't think there's a lot of severe weather tomorrow. I am worried about isolated tornadoes in central Iowa. I think the bigger threat is going to be the damaging wind gust. It's not widespread in that area. It's isolated severe weather, but that's something certainly to watch for. And then, Melissa, as you're talking about, typically this time of the year, you see it a little farther south. Well, then the front from that storm goes farther south. And we have another upper low that's coming across uh, the Intermountain West, say Eastern California Saturday. That then comes out into the plains late Sunday into Monday, and it's with that system. I think there's a little bit more of a threat for severe weather late Sunday, Sunday night. Mm, So keep an eye on the forecast through the weekend for constant changes. Well, also, Bernie, I would imagine that second one does have a bit of snow on the other side, too. Yeah, it does. And I know you love talking about the snow, so I don't want to stop you there. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's an, you know, first of all, we'll get snow with the first one, too, from Wyoming, South Dakota, into northern Minnesota. But the second one, you know, it appears to me that you've got the energy coming out in the southern branch, but you also have a northern piece of energy dropping into the upper Midwest Sunday night and Monday, and that kind of delivers the cold air. The question is, does the cold air catch up to the moisture? Right now, we do think there's at least a threat for some snow uh, uh, across the um, uh, across the Midwest with this storm Sunday night into Monday. It, it, it will include cities like Chicago, Detroit, Des Moines. I don't think there's a lot of snow uh, in that area, but we do have an inch or two. There may be a little area in southern Iowa that can get a little more than that. And then that snow will streak into the uh, northeast. Monday, Monday night. I, I think it's mostly north of the New York State Thruway. So maybe a little bit of snow, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse. I think it's north of Albany. I think if you do get accumulating snow, though, it's northern New York State, Vermont, New Hampshire, and in the main. That will be mostly Monday, Monday, Monday night. But uh, w- one thing about this, though, before we get into Monday, if you like it warm, New York City, we're going for a high of 70 degrees on Sunday. In State College, we're going a high of 70 degrees on Sunday. Philadelphia, we're going for a high of 77. 77 on Sunday. It is going to be a windy and warm afternoon. 
um, you know, gusts, you know, 15 uh, sustained winds, 10 to 20 miles per hour. It's what I call blowtorch day. That's what it's going to feel like in the Northeast on Sunday, Melissa. And thankfully I'm off. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone's been yelling at me. They're like, it's not happening on the weekends. The warmth is always in the middle of the week, which I don't usually have a problem with. But right. yes, this time it is going to be for those weekend thrill seekers Sunday. But keep in mind, there still will be some places the threat for rain with that. And also a lot of, as you mentioned, wind too. So it'll it'll seem a little different. And it, it'll feel, and then as you get in the early next week, here comes the colder air with our next storm. By the way, next week, much different week. I'm not saying we're looking at widespread Arctic air, but it's going to be a colder week. Coldest air will be in the Northern Rockies, and we're going to be tracking three storms next week. One, the early week storm that I just mentioned, that'll produce the snow Monday, Monday you know, from uh, um, uh, Monday, Monday night into the Northeast. It'll be winding down in the Midwest on Monday. And then we have another storm, um, Wednesday into Thursday across the East Coast, and then another storm across the Intermountain West. So lots of storms next week, and it is a much colder week. Mm, transitional season. Yeah. If you have any questions, make sure you hey, listen. You can ask me directly. I'm at um, Accurate. Oh, Melissa, what's yours? Constant Weather WX. All right. <laughs> and don't forget to download the free AccuWeather app. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest updates on breaking weather news in your area, follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to stay up to date on arthritis conditions in your area by visiting AccuWeather.com slash arthritis.